we are now going to have our second keynote speaker, Dr. Graham Henderson, and I'd like to ask uh, Ted Dradic, the head of DNB Markets and our partner uh, in the organization of this event, to introduce him. Thank you. You're probably, <clears throat> you're probably all getting tired of me. Um, we're very honored, uh, as I said this morning, to have Dr. Graham Henderson join us today as one of our luncheon keynote speakers. Uh, he is the Vice President for Shipping and Maritime for Shell International Trading and Shipping Company. In that capacity, he's responsible for all of the companies, the groups, shipping and maritime activities. This includes over 2,000 floating assets, which in addition to the, the traditional tankers and product tankers uh, that, that we all might imagine, includes the drilling rigs, the floating production facilities. It also includes the largest LNG shipping fleet in the world. It's quite a portfolio. Dr. Henderson has been and is uh, over a number of years, has been over a number of years very active in a number of external industry and international organizations which focus on the industry's impact on the ocean and the environment. He is widely regarded as a leading spokesperson on safety, the environment, and increasing the use of technology and digitalization in the industry. The urgency around these themes continues to accelerate and underscores the demands that stakeholders and society at large are making on shipping and, and all industries. Dr. Henderson's talk is titled Safety and the Environment, Our Responsibility. His company's website notes that and I'm paraphrasing a bit, the highest standards of safety and being rigorous stewards of the environment underpin our license to operate. I think these are watchwords for all of us. It is my pleasure to introduce Dr. Graham Henderson. Ladies and gentlemen, I've traveled all the way from London, especially to be with you today. It's, um, it's a great honor to be with you, and thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Um, I've chosen a very different type of speech today from the ones that you probably usually hear at this event. But what I want to talk about impacts everyone in this room and everybody in the shipping industry worldwide. <clears throat> we live in an uncertain world, but in uncertainty, there is opportunity. And today, I'd like to talk about the opportunity to improve the most important aspects of our great industry, safety and the environment. I'm particularly going to focus on the impact on people. People like you and people like me. With the global population growing by 200,000 every day, cargo movements by sea have more than doubled since 1990, from four to nine billion tons. Shipping these goods and energy is vital 
for the world to function, vital for the USA to function. For example, the US is the second biggest exporter of shipping containers in the world and the biggest importer. US LNG exports are expected to dramatically increase delivering energy around the world. Each and every one of you in this room today has a considerable influence on shipping here in the US and internationally. On these ships, there are also hard-working men and women that play a critical part in driving the economy forward. Yet during the last 10 years, an average of 115 ships around the world have been lost each year, and that is an understatement, as many of the incidents are not reported. There is nothing worse than a major incident. People are killed and injured. Memories last forever. The reputations of companies and individuals are damaged, and the costs are high. Statistics and sentiments hide the real cost. So let me tell you why safety is so important. I want to take you back over 20 years to when I worked in Port Harcourt in Nigeria. It was a normal day at work and the telephone rang in my office. There'd been a major incident. A young man had been killed in horrific circumstances. I went to his funeral, and what I saw there stays with me to this day. In front of me was his young wife and three young girls. The eldest, maybe eight years old, spoke about her father and how she would miss him hugely. I often think of those young girls, where are they now? What has life been like living without their father? What happens on birthdays? Are they married? And who gave them away at their wedding? Do they have children of their own? And what will they say when asked, Tell us about Grandad. You see, an accident doesn't just last a day or a week or a year, but a lifetime and more. And time never heals. Some of you are thinking, well, of course, that's Nigeria. Things like that don't happen in the USA. Sadly, you'd be very wrong. Just a few months ago, at the port of Longview in Washington State, a young American man was killed when a mooring line failed. He also was married, and he also had three young children, aged eight, five, and two. And this is just one example, and there are many more. The US maritime towing industry has a fatality rate twice that of all industrial work fatalities. We need to address these appalling statistics, and it can be done. Improvements in safety performance are possible, but it will take our leadership, our collective responsibility, 
and all of us working collaboratively together as one team. I'd like to share with you two examples from my own business which demonstrate that such improvements can be made. The first is called Partners in Safety, which Shell introduced in 2012. We've been working together with the leaders from 500 top shipping and maritime companies in the world, many of them in the USA. The results have been impressive, with a reduction in the number of serious actual and potential incidents in Shell's business by four times since 2011. In addition to the important care that we are showing for our people, this is having a very positive impact on our bottom line by driving an increase in motivation and improved efficiency. With focus groups in Singapore, Europe, and the USA, the Partners in Safety program centers around three key areas. Firstly, through visible safety leadership by the CEO and the top team. Leaders visiting their ships to let the crew hear and see that safety is their top priority. And the leadership also finding out what is actually happening in practice. Secondly, learning from incidents using new interactive training techniques through using videos and photo photographs with testing to ensure understanding and application on the job. And thirdly, showing care for people, focusing on seafarers' health and welfare, putting in place activities to manage stress and address mental health issues. The second safety program is called HIGH-LOW, which stands for High Impact, Low Frequency, with the objective to eradicate catastrophic accidents. Using mathematical risk modeling and ship incident data, a pattern of events is highlighted that, if left unchecked, could lead to a major incident. It uses digital technology and real-time data with lasting impact. Taking lessons from industries such as aviation, rail, and nuclear, the high-low predictive model was created by Shell, Shipping and Maritime, Maersk Tankers, and Lloyd's Register Consulting. If an incident can be predicted, it can be avoided. High-low can be applied to all ships, tankers, containers, ferries, cruise liners, and potentially naval ships too. HILO has already been used to reduce engine room fires, bunkering incidents, and potential fatalities involving lifeboats during exercises, which is a major concern in shipping. This shows what can be achieved, and just imagine if the industry as a whole could do the same. Let me now turn to the environment. According to the International Maritime Organization, the IMO, shipping currently accounts for over 2% of the world's total greenhouse gas emissions. And if left unchecked, this is expected to increase significantly by 2050, potentially contributing 17% of the global emissions. We can see the effects of climate change with its impact on our oceans. The oceans are the world's primary heat sink and are significantly at risk. The heating of the oceans could affect sea level, currents, and sea life. Healthy oceans sustain life, not just the animals and organisms within them, but the hundreds of millions of people who rely on them for their food and their livelihoods. 
Increased acidity levels are impacting the skeletons and shells of marine animals. With increased water temperatures, acidity levels, and deoxygenation, the food chain is being severely impacted at a time when the growing population is ever more reliant on the oceans for foodstocks. But the damaging impact on the oceans does not stop there. According to the US National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, if emissions continue on their current trend, sea levels could rise by as much as two meters by the end of the century. With changing weather patterns and rising sea levels, we're also seeing a greater frequency of severe storms and flooding of coastal and tributary areas. So how do we economically ship the increasing amount of goods and energy the world demands whilst lowering the environmental impact? In essence, how does the shipping industry carry more and emit less? Given the importance of shipping, it is critical that the shipping industry does not shy away from the climate change debate and instead is proactive in reducing its own greenhouse gas footprint and emissions that affect air quality. At Shell, we've started to embrace data and connectivity to drive more efficiency. This produces safer operations, reduces the environmental impact, and at the same time, results in a more cost-effective business. There are three examples I'd like to share with you. The first was started in 2012, working with a range of stakeholders and applying lean techniques. Shell analyzed and identified efficiency improvements in more than 100 activities across a voyage and during the loading and discharging operations. We've now extended this work into the area of digitalization. We're collecting 500 data points every second from our ships. Real-time operational data that is immediately translated to an understanding of the ship's performance, including engine, cargo, and other key systems. We're weather routing our ships using Boeing technology, not only to avoid storms, but to gain the beneficial effects of winds and currents. We're also working on optimizing the entry and exit into ports and terminals with efficient turnarounds, very similar to what happens at an airport. All this information is shown on a live dashboard in our office and is being used to make on-the-spot interventions and performance improvements. The combination of simplified efficient processes and improved operations together with early application of digitalization has delivered significant cost savings and reduced emissions, both in the order of 15%. The second area is to deploy new technologies to improve safety and the environment. Air lubrication technology, a bank blanket of bubbles under the ship's hull to reduce friction, and flettner rotors, spinning cylindrical sails to harness wind power to propel a ship forward. Each of these technologies will reduce fuel usage, hence costs and emissions, by a further 5% each. Thirdly, LNG as a fuel is a new alternative for the shipping industry, which has zero sulfur and nitrogen oxides, zero particulates and black carbon, and reduced CO2. At Shell, we're using LNG-fueled vessels in our operations. This includes offshore support vessels in the Gulf of Mexico, inland barges, 
and we've recently welcomed our first LNG-powered Aframax to support our trading operations. Shell is developing an LNG fueling infrastructure around the world in key ports in Europe, the US, and Asia. And we will supply LNG to the world's first LNG-powered cruise ship later this year. These examples are just the start. We in the industry have more to do to mature these technologies and realize the benefits of shared best practice. So what can we all do to make improvements in safety environment performance? We have in this room today the most important people, people who make the key decisions in the maritime industry across the whole value chain, owners, financiers, insurers, legal companies, and many more. If we all work together as one united industry, we can make a difference. And let me suggest three areas that will make a positive impact on safety and the environment. Firstly, leadership. This is fundamental. And without this, nothing happens. So would you be willing to put safety and the environment top of your agenda in making your decisions and in your comp company communications? Your actions count more than you think. Secondly, taking responsibility. Would you take forward key areas will have a positive impact on performance, such as leadership visits to ships and barges, on-the-job training programs, and other areas that focus on care for people. Take the responsibility. Don't leave it for someone else, because there is nobody else. And the third point, collaboration. In the space industry, more than 80 nations work together. And in pharmaceuticals, Individual companies share their data across the industry to fight for a, to find a cure for cancer. In these industries, they do it, so can the shipping industry do likewise. Working together also will allow us to embrace new and efficient business models, new ways of running our business beyond historical silos and actively using data that will improve safety, reduce environmental emissions, and also reduce costs. Together, we can do so much, but alone, we can do so little. I started by saying that this would not be the type of speech you'd usually hear at this event, but decisions taken in this room impact everyone in the shipping industry worldwide. How we work together from today determines whether people get home safely to their families and children and support a cleaner environment. Let's together make that future. We have the power. Let's make it happen. Thank you.